Hey there, Kimberly Olson here, also known as the Gold Digger Girl. I'm a best-selling author, self-made millionaire, top recruiter, network marketing coach, and branding ninja on a mission to inspire you to get lit in your business and set your soul on fire. Join us as we dive into the action-oriented strategies that are going to allow you to scale your online business and create simple systems that duplicate. Let's get started. Welcome back to another episode of The Gold Digger Girl. My name is Kimberly Olson, and I'm super excited to share with you a special guest. I know you have all heard me talk about her many, many times. One of our Gold Digger coaches, one of my business besties, just an amazing mompreneur, Shaitali Desai. Welcome on. Hey, hey. Thank you so much for inviting me. I love it. I'm excited. Oh my gosh. I was telling you before we started recording, it's like we're moving in so many different directions that we have to schedule a podcast to actually like see each other and catch up. I know. So, I'm so looking forward to our retreat so we can all just kind of breathe and say, yes. hey, I'm me and you're you and yes. finally meet. Right. And if you guys <laughs> listening and you've been in our challenges or in our programs, Shaitali and I have never met before. So, I mean, it's just crazy the power of social media and I can't wait to hug you. I'm super pumped. So for those that are new to you, do you mind sharing a little bit about who you are, what you do, and a little bit about your entrepreneurial journey? Sure. So I'm Chaitali Desai. I am a corporate wife and a mom of two. And for the longest time, my main focus was my family. Um, we move so much because we are a corporate family that my main quote unquote job was to make sure everyone was settled in wherever we were. And since we were overseas for so long, I was just engrossed in like learning where we were in the countries and just all of that stuff. Then upon coming back to the US, I was like, oh, geez, I'm going to need to do something because my kids are getting bigger. So I started looking in the online space because for sure, no matter where we lived, the, there was always Wi-Fi, always internet, even up in the bush when we were on Safari, you still were connected. So I was like, okay, I'm going to start to go this path. And slowly I entered network marketing. I was introduced to you and fast forward. Here we are today had a podcast, still, I can't believe how I'm getting to help people because that's one of my core values. And then never in a million years did I think this was what it was going to be, but I'm loving it. The business coaching, the strategy, just being able to use all of my colorful background and certifications and just helping people continue to grow is amazing. I, I mean, I just see you just evolving and shining and it's, it's been so much fun to get to know you and work with you. And I just know you're making such an impact in every single coaching client you have of ours in the program. They're always like, oh, like they like want to wear you on a t-shirt. Like they just <laughs> love you. So it speaks volumes of the impact that you're making with people. So when it came to entrepreneurship, did you get into network marketing first or did, were you doing some other things before that? Oh gosh, no, I, um, I had started a wedding planning business. Um, wedding planning and special events. And then I added hair, makeup, and henna um, because I wanted it to be one-stop shopping, so to speak, especially for the Indian community. You know, our weddings are anywhere from three to seven days long. Like it's- They're elaborate and beautiful. Yeah. And so I wanted to be able to provide that um, and then still be able to bring my family with me because my children were little at the time. They were one and two. I mean, they were little. Oh my little, gosh, so. you're super mom. Or crazy. So you would just bring it, would you just bring them with you? I would try, or I would have my mom come and okay. watch them while I was busy just kind of doing all the coordinations because there's so many moving parts with weddings. Um, it, yeah, I just needed some help or my husband would take care of them and just things like that. But for the majority of the time, it was something I could do from home. Right. What I learned right. was it's not mobile friendly. Right. 
Yeah. And also too, wed weddings and events and stuff, it tends to be nights and weekends a lot too, right? Yeah. 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 I mean, you can kind of do stuff before the actual event, but did you do photography for it too, or are you doing the planning side? No, just the planning side. That was okay, plenty just, between that yeah. and, the, and the hair, makeup, henna. I had contacts with loads of photographers, so it was always great, like the, the collaborate the collaboration process that yeah. was always amusing okay and like the decor and putting it all together but I stuck to where my my organizing skills which is huge I mean we all wish we had that and your love of beauty is obviously a big part of that if you were doing here you know beauty piece of it and then you got into beauty and network marketing and all of that so how long have you been in network marketing and when did you get into coaching so network marketing is just under two years and unofficially I've always been coaching um, I think that's how we end up in this space sometimes too. And then officially coaching, well, you know, it's that vision that you cast on me. And I was like, oh, okay, I'm in. So I would say just, we're just about a year in official coaching. Right. Um, yeah. And that was fascinating to be able to like, have you see that, oh, okay, she's got all these different talents that like, let's find a house for her. And that's exactly what ended up happening. And it's amazing to be able to utilize all my different skill sets because I do come from a practical side, but then a spiritual side. And to be able to utilize that, it's been really amazing actually for me as the coach, but then to see the impact it's making. You just totally hit the nail on the head is your ability to combine practical and spiritual. You know, and I think that sometimes people get too in their head about the practical, like, okay, what do I say to people or what story sequence do I need to make on Instagram? Or, so then they're forgetting about the energy piece. They're forgetting about the emotional health and things that they can do to make sure they're in a positive mindset. But then there's sometimes people are just in the, in the spiritual side, the mindset and all of that and working on their self-development and they're not taking action. So I think combining that is really where the magic is for sure for you. So you got into coaching officially a year ago and for, well, I remember you were a student in the Six Figure Breakthrough Business Academy. And I was, at the time I was doing a lot of the weekly check-ins on our students. And I was like, okay, there's something different about this woman. Like I just am very big into energy and I was like super drawn to you. Like we must've been like, I don't know, sisters in another life or something. Like I was very drawn to you and I love your hair. I mean, let's be serious goals. Ah, thank you. <laughs> I have to put in the extensions to look like that, but I just was like very drawn to you. And I was like, man, like, I just feel like you need to be a part of what our mission is, you know, of what we're doing here. And you really embody that of being a mom, being supportive to your husband and running your businesses, you know? So when, when did you get into spirituality, self-development, kind of discovering who you are? Because I feel like you, it sounds like you've had a very colorful background. Um, when did you get into all of that? What did that look like? Um, you know, I dabbled in it, I think forever, but when I got pregnant with my first, so she's 13, so about 14 years ago is when it all really started to evolve. And I really started to get into just learning about the different aspects of who we are as people, um, the energetics behind it and what that means because you know it's so easy to say like oh my energy is this way but that didn't make any sense to me because you know I'm rather practical so if I can't if I can't figure it out then I'm like drawn to it and I'm like okay I need to figure this out like what does that mean for me and then how how does that play a role in my my life because I'm a practicing Hindu but at the same time I also went to Catholic school so I understand a lot of the Catholicism or that whole umbrella then I have uh, well, you know me, I'm just curious about everything. So I have to learn about yes, everything, which is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so I was just trying to figure out how can you still be 
quote unquote religious, quote unquote spiritual, but then practical because you need holding on to the information to yourself and not implementing it. That I think that was the key that was missing a lot of the time. Mm -hmm. So I'm huge on inspired action. When you feel that like that little nudge, you have to do something with it because it doesn't go away. That's the thing, it gets bigger and bigger until like you don't really know what's going on. But if you start to take those baby steps and start implementing these little, these just little steps, doesn't have to be anything traumatic, then it starts to evolve. And that's how spirituality evolved for me. These little steps along the way. I don't think it was ever one big moment. It was just continuous, mm -hmm. not like a rolling ball really. Yeah, totally. So, cause I think like a lot of times, especially being a mom, like when you have those kiddos, you kind of lose yourself a bit and you stop like taking the time out for yourself. Like, I mean, just to have a shower is like exciting when they're little, you know, you're like, ah, or go to go, you know, get a coffee or something. So did you carve out time for yourself? Like how did you have like a, like a routine that you did, or did you just kind of follow your curiosity? Oh, I definitely followed my curiosity. I only got into routines recently, like within like the last few years. I'm, I, I can see, I've rallied against structure my entire life. And finally, I feel structure. like I'm getting into this routine where I'm like, oh, okay, routine is okay. You know, <laughs> it's a whole thing, but no, gosh, anytime I could, because at that time when my children were young, so mine are back-to-back, -back, very similar to yours. My husband was traveling overseas quite a lot, actually. And so man, if they took a nap, then I would kind of figure out what I needed to do. The to-dos had to get done. And then hopefully I would pray every day that they would go to bed by like seven, eight o'clock. Yeah, absolutely. And then figure out, okay, now what do I need to do? Or how am I going to self-help my way? But a lot of it, it was just like, I like to joke that I forced up my way through things because it was so messy. It was like super messy, <laughs> but I just kept doing it, right? right? And so slowly it evolved. And as it evolved, it became more MacGyver-esque where it was like finesse. And yeah, then now here we are, totally. I'm just like, hey, let's figure out my next curiosity. <laughs> yeah, it is. Because every time I talk to you, you're like, okay, you know, you have certifications in emotional freedom technique. Did you get certified as a life coach? What was your other one last year? Yeah, life coach, EFT, um, NLP. Design. I did master NLP. Master and I'm currently NLP. working on human design. <laughs> I know, like, I have a lot of curiosity. You're like, just so you know, these ones are almost done. And then I'm going to do human design next. I'm like... That's amazing. And then, but once I learned, I mean, I have, you know, I did the NLP too, but once you learn about these other modalities, you start to realize there are tools for your toolbox and not only for yourself, for other people. Like that's all we're doing while we're here is figuring out ourselves and our connection with others, right? And our intera mm. interaction with others. But as a coach, our job is to really keep working on ourselves so that we can better serve those clients that we have and the people that we're working with. So I know for me, like I'm actually um, like kind of evolving right now, taking a big step of more of that spiritual development. And so um, like, I keep thinking like I have in my, my mind what that would look like, but I don't know how to like get there. So what would you say to the people who want to learn how to have that divine or like the guided inspiration, like you said, kind of those nudges of, okay, this is the next step. What would you say to them as like a good takeaway from this conversation? Would it be... Um, journaling? Would it be listening to meditations, doing EFT? And if you want to touch on what that is, what would you recommend as like a good thing that they can start doing maybe on a daily basis? Oh, wow. Um, well, first I'll tell you that EFT, the emotional freedom technique is literally like tapping through your meridian points. Okay. Um, and it was 
created in 1995 by oh, Gary. Oh, it's newer then. Yeah, it's a, a pretty new modality. I didn't know that. What is his name? Gary. I can look it up. I think it's Gary Zukov, but his last name I don't remember, but it's definitely Gary or Gary Craig, one of those two. Um, he created tapping. Gary Craig. Gary Craig. He created tapping actually for people with PTSD, like for war veterans who are coming back because they were dealing with so many emotions that were kind of stuck. So science and the spiritual are connecting now, they're catching up to each other. And it's being shown that we have cellular memory from like seven generations. That's what? a long time. So can you imagine then on top of it? Oh, no wonder I have things to work on still. <laughs> it's amazing. Once you open the door to all of this, like it's just, it's like fascinating. And that's part of why I always am like, okay, I'm going to work on this now. Right. So it, the tapping, what it does is it helps release some of the energy that gets stuck okay. within your body. And so often we don't really know how to let it go. So as you're tapping through these points, you're also using positive, what you're, you're, um, you're addressing the negative emotions that you're feeling. Because you have to, in my opinion, you have to address them. Otherwise, you're just smushing them down and smushing them down. And then to one day, it's like this big heaviness. And you're storing them, correct? Yeah, you're storing them. Oh. So imagine it's kind of like compounded. So as you start to release, the, uh, sorry, address the negativity, you can shift it into a more positive. Like, okay, yeah, I don't feel so great today, but, right? So it's that, it's that but to say like, okay, but I'm going to do something about it. And that's where I think the inspired action comes from. And it's as simple sometimes as, just sitting in silence. And I know we want to make it really complicated and it must be like super evolved, but honestly, it's literally just sitting, even if you have five minutes. We actually have this one coaching student right now. She's very busy. So I even asked her, I'm like, well, when do you when do you just sit? Which is, you know, not to Are you sure you it's wouldn't. not me? <laughs> <laughs> no, sorry. You I don't know. Say it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I had not. to ask her because she's so constantly going. But then you don't have time to process what happened to you. So you're constantly reactive. Mm -hmm. So when you have that five minutes, even if it's like you're driving somewhere, because I'm sure everyone's a mom Uber to some degree, sit in the car for an extra couple of minutes. Don't get out right away. I know there's that running meme, but it's so true. Sit in the car for a couple of minutes and then carry on with what you need to do. It's in those moments of silence where you can really hear or feel or sense that oh maybe I'd like to do this or maybe I'd like to do that and I think that's the biggest shift for myself even I went from being reactive to being proactive wow and it's in these steps because I was never I we talk you, we joke about this often like I was never actually a calm person I was constantly like <laughs> reacting to everything that was happening to me. And so I was like constant, like my emotions were like a roller coaster. And I was like, well, this is not helping, especially when you have kids, like they, they, they don't, they don't read you the way you want them to read you, obviously, because they're mm -hmm. babies. So yeah. you cannot be reacting to all of their mm -hmm. reactions. So that's when I learned like, okay, can you just calm down for a second and figure out how you can stop being reactive? And I think that's the key the couple of minutes of silence start there and if you're if you've got that going then journal because there's going to be ideas that pop in there because you're giving yourself space mm -hmm. and I think that's the key then once you've started journaling it out you've opened up more space so you have more ideas that can come in and yeah. so I think it that's how it goes that's like the domino effect I believe or the ripple effect that at least now that we're talking about it that I took mm -hmm. 
Yeah, I think so for sure. Just those few moments. Yeah. Sometimes when I get stuck on something, like I really want, like I really wanted someone for my network marketing team. I wanted to attract like a virtual assistant that could be just dedicated to that for me. So someone who could just keep me organized because, you know, we're really organized with gold digger stuff, but that's because I have Anna. (laughs) I mean, it's not me, it's Anna and stuff too. But then I just, I mean, I've been wanting, I've been wanting a, a assistant for like over a year, but it was just something where I was resisting it and feeling frustrated. And then one day I was journaling and I was like, what would that person do? This is so crazy. So I just wrote down all the things that they would do almost like a wish list. And then I said, um, and I kind of write to God, like when I'm writing stuff is like, like, I, like a prayer request, but I also just think of the universe, like asking and it'll come. And so I said, I don't know who this person is and I don't know where they are, but I'm going to ask that they come into my life. And I like the struggle wasn't there anymore. Just let it go. That night I get an email about a speaking thing and the girl who sent it, I was like, I wonder if she's available. Cause she was working for this other person part time. I reached out, she was available. She does the same thing I needed her to do for somebody else. Oh. And she got started that Monday and has been amazing. Oh, that's awesome. Congratulations. But it was because I took the few moments to just sit with it and not try to get angry about it because I like want things now, you know? So I love that advice about the five minutes or getting out your pen and paper and journaling and all of that. So emotional freedom technique is where you're tapping on the meridian points when you have that negative energy and you're, you're basically shifting instead of saying, I'm having a not so great day, but you're shifting things to a better feeling, a more positive feeling. Is that what that is? Yeah. And it can be used for everything from, from how your emotional state is to weight loss, to not smoking, to anything, because it's, you create the script that you want to use. So you can take the, the, I don't want to say negative, but the not so positive and shift it into the positive because you're reprogramming your mind to think new thoughts. So it's very, it's very akin with the NLP because you're setting up new neural pathways mm-hmm. for your brain to say, oh, wait, mm-hmm. this is my old story. It doesn't apply anymore. I, I used to be reactive, but now I'm this proactive person and this is how we make the shift. Or if you are weight loss or struggling with like overeating or over drinking or over anything, you can take that compulsion and shift it. And so it's not overnight. But all of a sudden, this one day comes where it just clicks. Mm -hmm. And like anything, it's staying with it. Yeah. And every day. And doing it every day. Um, And I know you'll have a resource for those listening. So you guys check the show notes. We'll talk about it at the end. But I've noticed too, like I've struggled with depression, anxiety, and stuff like that my whole life. Um, And it's been pretty much in check in the last four years. Um, I hired Michelle Thompson and worked intensively with her. But one of the tools that she gave me was tapping. And so what I would do is when I would start anxiety, like all that kind of stuff is you, it can happen whenever, but it tends to be the afternoon where your resolve is kind of waning and you're just something will happen at work or with your kids. And so train myself as soon as I felt that funk or that, that feeling of going into that space, I would just do a five minutes. I'd find a place in a bathroom, like I put my earbuds in and I'm not kidding you that tool like it started to teach me, I don't have to go down that spiral, you know, and now I, and now I just automatically do it. But like you said, it's just that little bit to kind of start to reprogram your mind. And isn't it true? We have like, it's like a lot. What is it? Like how many neural pathways do we have? Isn't it like, Oh Lord, it's so many. I don't know if it's like a lot, like a hundred trillion or something. Like, yeah, it's, it's immense. 
Um, I don't know what the actual number is right now. It's a lot. So we can, there's a lot of opportunity to change how we think about ourselves and how we react to things. And you have a preteen and a teenager. I'm sure there's moments where you're like, (laughs) pulling out those tools right now. Yep. I'm all about my collarbone because sometimes, you know, if you're in public, there's no way to go out to some place to tap the whole sequence. Just pick one, one, one uh, point. And I just tap it. It. I'm like, hey, <laughs> <laughs> I like what's wrong with that girl. Oh gosh. Yeah, I know. Sometimes <laughs> in the moment, or do you have that mantra that you were really trying to like hone in on it, just tap that in. And it's just amazing because what it does ultimately is obviously it, it shifts your thought process, but it shows you that you're in control. Yeah, you can control how you're reacting or sorry, how you're behaving, how you're thinking. And when you feel like that, that you are in control, again, life doesn't happen at us anymore. We are able to proactively come to the table, so to speak. And I think that's a that's a really big deal because so many of us are just like I said, I was that way. You're just reacting to everything that gets thrown to you. I know mm-hmm. when we're exhausted 90 percent of the time. Right. Yeah. But when you take that that moment to really say, like, OK, wait, this is happening but I have a choice here. I think it's brilliant in that sense of freedom that it, that it allows you. I'm here for it. Yeah. It's like, it puts you back in the driver's seat and you're right. It's exhausting to feel. I think that feeling of feeling like a victim, you know, like, why does this always happen to me? Like the least, I mean, there are times I'm just like, why do I have have to have this behavior? You know what I mean? Like we didn't do anything, but then I'm like, you know what? God chose me to be her mom for a reason. Like, her life might not be so great if she was in someone else's household, you know what I mean? So I have to tell myself, like, if, but if I, I mean, there are times when I get like a little frustrated, I'm just like, oh, this is like wearing me down. And when I feel that way, sucks, sucks the energy right out of me. But if I can go, okay, this will pass, you know, this one, she'll be a great adult because no one's going to tell her what to do, oh, yeah. but it's different, you know? Um, before we wrap up, can you touch on human design? Because I know that's what you're currently learning about. Um, oh, can you tell us a little bit about that? Fascinating. Okay. So it is spirituality meets like mechanics almost. And it's how okay. your whole system is designed in this lifetime. It is, it's so, there's so much to it. And the more I learn about it, the more I'm like, oh my God, my mind is like blown almost every other day. It is fascinating because it's almost like a blueprint of your being right there's astrology which is you know it depends on certain things that are going on but it brings it brings mechanics into it being a practical person like I can see like one plus one equals two and you can see how come you behave the way you behave or why some people like you have loads of energy but there are other people who can't handle that kind of like mm-hmm. schedule I can be too much for some people yeah. yeah but you can do it because of the way your design is created mm-hmm. it's amazing like That's I, really cool. I am I am fascinated by it and I'm learning about how it deals with money how it deals with mindset just all the connections because again it's our it's our physical blueprint of how we came into this world and what we're here to do so it's not just like a personality type thing personality test or anything okay I thought it was much more in depth with um just how like you're literally how you're connected inside and how like this gate and that channel it's it's so much to it yeah it's it's a lot it's going to take me a minute it's like a nine ten month program oh wow that's good though I like to hear that it's got some depth to it you know 
oh yeah there's a lot of meat and potatoes as you I say often there's so much to it that like in implementing it and embodying it and then being able to share it's it's definitely a process that's so cool I love it fascinating. okay so you obviously have multiple like I said dimensions to you um where for those listening if they're like I want to go hang out with her online like I'm loving everything of course they're gonna love it but you know what I mean um can you tell them where they can find you are you on Facebook do you have like a Facebook group where can they come hang out with you sure so I'm definitely on Facebook Instagram LinkedIn all at JFLEB Desai and then I have my Facebook group where I really dive into not just the beauty of life, but like, again, the mechanics of life. So we, it's called the Beauty Confidential Lounge. And in there I share, oh gosh, mindset and just beauty tips and everything to help you feel more comfortable and help you transform from the inspired, inside out by taking inspired action. Uh, and you're most welcome to come join and hang out with me because it's fun. Awesome. Of course it's fun. We get to hang out <laughs> with you. All right. And do you have any tapping resources? Are they in that group or... So I have several in the group right now from okay. everything from self-love to dealing with cravings. Cause I went through a whole like baked potato thing. It's a long story, but it was really funny. Um, <laughs> but I'm working actually on a confidence tapping Ooh, right now because okay. I, it's something that I'm seeing in not just the online space, but in like day-to-day -day life. Yeah. I think with everything that we've gone through in the last year, people's confidence have been has been shaken so yes. I want to be able to offer that that tool so that they can start helping help themselves be regain that confidence or even find a whole new sense of confidence in themselves because you never know what your next level is going to be so this is just another tool that they can use to you know level up into that space and get that confidence back and feel great about themselves especially as we're starting to open back up again yeah totally I mean people even like going back to work it's they're feeling a little uncertain about being around others, kids, right? Going back to school. So a lot of uncertainty and changes. That'll be a good resource for you guys. All right. So everyone listening to the podcast, take a screenshot and go ahead and put it in your stories and tag myself, the gold digger girl. And is it Shaytali B. Desai on Instagram? Yeah. Is that what you said? Okay. So tag Shaytali on there and we'll give you shout outs for that. And Shaytali, thank you so much for spending some time with me today. It's such a bonus for us to actually get you know some FaceTime together. So thank you. Thank you for having me on. I really appreciate it. It's so fun. Yes. Like real <laughs> chat. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. Until next time, get lit your business and set your soul on fire. We'll see you later.